Whichever of our big gay Nate's Drago-Rama movies is your favorite, we can all agree, I have some things to sort out now after watching this. <laughs> Corey, drop that beat. Welcome to More Gooder Than. What's up, home tree? What? Marty is stupid. <laughs> boom, boom. Marty, you moron. Have a good time. I actually very agree. 10 hundred years. Anyways. Consider that a Dilly dilly, home trees. Welcome to More Gooder Than. We rate dissect pop culture one episode at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Brayton. I'm joined by my co-host, Corey Sasso. What's going on? And Donnie, the Don Dini car. Hey. For those of you joining us for the first time here at MGT, Corey, Donnie, and I each take sides on a predetermined movie trio and try and sway the world to agree with our opinions on which one is most goodest. Today, we have more feather boas, meticulously shaved legs, and wigs that you can shake Robin Williams' hairy fist at. Nathan Bowles. One of the greatest men of our generation, a man that just words can't even describe. Well, he's one of my best friends, like hands down, but uh, he has been a home tree from the very beginning of the show and one of our biggest supporters. More recently, he's become a monetary supporter of the fifth tier kind, which of course gets him this episode. Nate, who I, could, I cannot stress enough, picked the title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> cannot stress enough that he picked the title. Uh, he gave us these three movies, which are, of course, Too Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. That's one movie. <laughs> the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. That's three movies. <laughs> and The Birdcage. Yeah. yeah. So how, who's... Sorry. Yeah. But anyway, oh, Nathan, yeah. Nathan, Nathan wanted us to do this. Uh, this, of course, episode is uh, airing in June. Pride Month. He was very adamant about that. So here we go. We are going into this. We are. Tr we will do our best not to offend anybody. That is <laughs> impossible. But Nathan, thank you so much, buddy. Like it's. I love you. I love you for a long time, and now I, I love you even more. And now Donnie and Corey love you. Yes. So, <laughs> so who's backing these well muscled but still surprisingly attractive movies? Find out in this corner. So I will be backing Lacage. What's how do you say it in French? Le You're French. I, yeah, but I don't have that word in my vocabulary. So, <laughs> the uh, of all the French that I speak, yeah. that's not in it. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the birdcage, right. so, which I enjoyed immensely. And then you're taking Corey. I, I am choosing Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Donnie, that leaves you. I guess you. I'm too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Right. We will shorten those down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start referring to it as like either Priscilla or Queen of the Desert. Yeah. Wong. 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 Short it even, even Wong. down. Wong. It's like, <laughs> it's like Chris from Oh my gosh, President Trump, is in, President Trump is in the room. <laughs> Wong. You're fired. You're fired. You're Wong. Fired. <laughs> So sit back, relax, put on your pantyhose and your body positive music, and let us show you the goods. It's good. So Terrence Stamp is still making us kneel before Zod in this quickie with Big D. We had two Zods in this. Okay. Uh, the Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Three Australian drag queens encounter Bogans, one nice guy, and a super talented Tagalog on their journey across the outback. <laughs> I here's here's the thing. I enjoyed these movies. Yeah, son. I liked all of these. I didn't movies. watch this one first. 
This is I the watched one this I watched one second. I watched this one first. And this was like, oh, this is getting better. Because I watched Tuong Fu first and I did not care much for it. They're the same movie. Yeah. Similar, but this one just did it a lot better. This one was f- like a fun road trip adventure. I, I, I just, I enjoyed it. I liked mm-hmm. it. it. Plus it was showing a lot of the Australian Outback. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Fuzzy Dan was in it. I think I did see him. Yeah. This <laughs> continues what Donnie said in the original, uh, when, when we first did our Mad Max uh, episode on Australia, he says, it's just Australian dudes doing their Australian thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it's the, Fifi. Remember Fifi? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. only, I mean, this and Mad Max we could have included in the found footage. Like this is just Australian dudes. <laughs> somebody has a camera. But this is our second Terrence Stamp movie. Yeah. In a row, right? Oh no, we, I, he wasn't in. Uh, he was in the found footage. He was in. Uh, he was in the he, Mars. He was ones. in the Mars episode. I love Terrence Stamp. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I like him too. He's incredible. His voice is so commanding. Yeah, yeah. and he does not lose that while in a dress. Like he is still a commanding <laughs> presence. He's not in enough movies. Oh, I, yeah. I looked it up to see like what else he's in. He's dead I, now. Right? I recognized him. Well, I mean, is he, he dead now? When he was alive, if he was, if he's dead, uh, he should have been in more movies. But like he was in, <laughs> if he's still alive, you better get those movies. I no, I, I couldn't figure out who he was. I, I think I'm pretty sure I remember this correctly. He was the guy in Yes Man. You guys ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. He was like the uh, like the motivational speaker guru guy. He was hilarious in that movie. He but. probably I would have I would imagine he threw himself like into the ocean after Red Planet. So he probably <laughs> is dead. Probably is dead. No, he's still alive. Huh? Still alive. Yeah. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. He was born Hollywood out. hire put stamp in more movies. Yeah. Put your stamp on yeah, everything. You have my stamp to put stamp in more movies. Make stamp, a movie. Stamp. Yeah. Make stamp, a movie called stamp. stamp, stamp, stamp. <laughs> uh, one of the things that always was uh, like they were. Okay. A guy Pierce who I love like these guys are it. These guys are in. So we have agent Smith. Yeah. We have, <laughs> we have Zod and then you got guy Pierce. Uh, Who's Zod? I'm, I'm lost. Sorry. Zod different. is from uh, Superman two. No, oh. before Zod. Nah, i never seen it. And also the newer Superman movie. Mm-hmm. I don't watch many Superman movies. I don't either, but I do know who Zod it's is. It's kind of a cultural thing. Like if you were a real American. Yeah. Zod. I'm a Frenchman. You would know who this. Who knows what Lacage means. Lacage de Follet. Is that it? Follet? I think it's Follet. I, I don't know. It's, La, it's Lacage au Follet or however you pronounce F-O-L-L-E-S. We'll get to that one. Yeah. Uh, but I... I I just really like this movie. It was one of my favorite scene is when they're on, when they're driving and guy Pierce is on top with a, in a giant yeah. high heeled shoe. We like a 30 foot train going behind him. Yeah. <laughs> and so in these movies that are all about like, about like glamor yeah. and, and, and just like over the top, like mm-hmm. fashion. Like I feel like this one did it in a really unique way. They didn't just do drag shows throughout the whole thing. Like they were kind of like living the life. Well, and, and that's and, the whole thing too. That yeah. was visually a, a very cool scene to see that bus traveling through the desert landscape. And what then just like this great shot, like bright red or something. Right. It was just like flowing in the wind. Well, they did, diff- they did it a couple times. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. different outfits. This one was more behind the scenes. Like, too. like we see a Hugo weaving spins, most of the movie, not in drag. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of got to see what their lives were like, not on stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no one out there in the desert to see them. And he's just out there just like presenting yeah. and just yeah. peacocking. And I, I thought that was, it was kind of interesting. I like peacocking. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. I like that. Peacocking. I, yeah. I, I, it works I love on, that. Works yeah. on multiple levels. <laughs> we're going, we're going in there. One of the things though, too, is that like when they're walking down the street, when they go to that one town where they go, where, where the bar is at and, and Terrence stamp just out drinks. Gosh, I can't remember the oh, They would be dead. They you would can't be, drink yeah. that. So the much. whole time I watch you like, Oh, this is, we're getting a Marion situation yeah, here right. too. It's like, okay, your body, the human body, uh, metabolizes alcohol at this rate. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. this—that's enough alcohol to kill a rhino. Yeah, like seriously, each. 
yeah. each, like or, or a wombat or whatever it is in Australia, whatever they, large animal. These are Australians, though. Right. I, I do get it. Okay, so maybe if it's Americans, you'd put like five or six, you know, cups in front of them. Maybe put seven or eight in front of an Australian. But there was like twenty on each side. Yeah. Like, you're right. dead. You can't survive. How many survive shots that? have you taken in one night? Just real quick, because I, I was fixated on the shots thing. Oh, like regrettably, like three, but mm. mixed with like other stuff, like beers and stuff in between, and like I did not have a good night. When I used to, when I, I don't, I barely drink anymore, but when I was 21 and I was working, you know, we were, I was a server. So like just every night after you're done, I remember one time I took six shots and, and you died and I, and I did, I'm actually a ghost now. We just have, we just have a record player <laughs> here and we're just playing Chris's record. <laughs> it just keeps it on Our repeat. beloved has been smashed into a record. <laughs> it's, it's ashes. It's just like, you play it backwards. I come back from the dead. It's just this really creepy thing. That's yeah. So the A funny. side is the goodie bag and the B side is the main app. Yeah. That's how you do it. It's, I'm just ready to go at all times. Rest, we just rest, pulled off the wall uh, right next to us. He's a stay-at-home pressed ash vinyl. <laughs> the girls, if they need help with anything, they just like re- just put it on rewind. Okay, baby, now give dad go, a spin. You gotta go for it. You gotta brush your teeth now. Okay, no, that those pants don't go with that shirt. <laughs> also, release me, release me from the. We need your help. But it's not that they were. It's. I don't feel at the same time that like a certain things like when guy when they're walking down the street they're like oh we're going to be seen. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're it's because they're dressed in women's clothing. It is because Guy Pierce is walking around in a thong. Yeah. And his his, his ass cheeks are hanging is, out. <laughs> like his butt cheeks are while well muscled. Yeah. They're just out. Yeah. You know, because then you have Terrence Stamp who's actually much more like um refined refined and everything he looks incredible well he's a little different he's not a drag queen per se he's transgender, he's transgender. Yeah, yeah, he's transgender. Yeah. right yeah he is incredibly thoughtless about his husband when his husband dies did you did you catch that yeah but i don't beginning. know how long before that happened i mean maybe the grieving process is over they were no no <laughs> at the funeral she says that idiot went and died from fumes uh from from bleaching his hair or something like that okay that idiot had to go do that like Dang, man, that's cold. That was cold. <laughs> Not inaccurate, though. No. That's a stupid way to go. It's a very stupid way to go. He's peroxiding his hair. Mm-hmm. You ever bleach your hair? Uh, no, I had, well, not Shoe bleached. Frost, shoe frosted tips? I did do frosted tips. So yeah. there's the, the photo of Dan Hill, like his proud like senior yeah. picture or whatever. I did do that around that around that same time. Do you, do you it have, was a cool thing. Do you have a picture I of it? I don't know. It was only once. It was actually right before mm. I started buzzing my head. Okay. I, I had always had, you know, curly hair my whole life. Mm. And then I like, I did like the frosted tips because it was like popular at the time. And then after that, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to be stupid and just like buzz my head. And then I was like, Hey, I kind of like this hairstyle. So I did that for a lot of years after. So I never went back to the frosted tips. You ever think about growing your hair out again? I mean, it's longer now. I'm just saying, like, but I'm saying like getting it like big, really long. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of work. It's just a ton of work. Okay. Keep teasing it. I just, I get, uh, I let it grow for a while. And then it's just like, oh, this looks awful. I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and just cut it down. So I want so. you to grow your beard back again. I like you better with a beard. See, I, summer though. It is. Yeah. I, I was thinking about maybe for winter because I'm kind of wanting it back myself, but I, I get those same comments from people like, oh, I like you better without a beard. Oh, I like you better with a beard. Well, so it's like, well, which one is it? 
I, I mean, guess, my, my, I guess the what does, I guess the positive note. What is does that, Corey like yeah, better? I guess the positive note is that people just like it no matter what I do, right? Yeah, so. no, you're a good looking dude. Yeah, you're a good looking dude, and you would look amazing in any one of these dresses, <laughs> except maybe the, the flip flop. Guy Pierce is a beautiful man, gorgeous man. I this must be when he was really young because I'd only seen him from like Count of Monte Cristo on. And yeah. he has such hard features. I didn't really think that no, he would. He plays a great villain. So soft. He plays a great movie, villain. Yeah. In, you know, in that movie, and I think he plays villains beyond. Uh, you know, beyond that. Um, but I'm trying to, so I know him from. I mean, of course, from Memento. He plays. He's I've never seen that. Yeah, dude. You know, what? okay. We're gonna do, si- we're gonna do side note. Real quick. I've actually seen that. It's a good movie, right? Yeah, I, I know yeah. it's one of those ones that's yeah. it's and he's beyond the list, but. Mm. Um, Anyways, I got two. I got two tangents here I want to talk about. But anyways, I'll finish. We up are that. we are tangential. My Guy friend. Pierce, he looked. He was just a very attractive man. Not the most attractive man in these three movies. Who who's more attractive? I, think, I mean, oh no. I mean, you think John Leguizamo? Absolutely. No, I think I think 100%. Guy Pierce. One hundred percent. Guy Pierce is way more attractive than Leguizamo. No man. Leguizamo is the most attractive in that movie. We'll get to no, that. No, but, no, but like but overall, of, of all the drag queens we saw, it's Guy Pierce. Chichi Rodriguez, man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Donnie. I don't know. Maybe Noxima. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> no, I just can't see anything but Wesley Snipes in there. I don't think he successfully did the drag. Because mm. I, succe- I just see Wesley, Wesley Snipes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, to, mm-hmm. actually, I don't actually know what drag is. I thought the whole point was to successfully look like a woman. No, no, no. But I actually have a legitimate question here. Wes, well, we, at, at Tu Wong Fu, they answer it. Apparently, they answer it. It says, when I'm. When I'm <laughs> Did you see the seat? It's the seat. And I don't know how like accurate this is as a guy, as it's like as guy, a guy as you can get. Yeah. It's when, uh, what, they, what does he say? I like how Chris has to like qualify his, yeah. his sexuality. Somebody I'm sounds just a little saying, insecure. I'm, I'm totally into women. No, 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 no. If I wasn't, here's a, from, a, like, from a straight as an arrow I'm, perspective. I'm, no, no, no. I am qualifying it. Not as that because. I'm qualifying it the opposite. Insecure much? Uh, <laughs> is that like, I want to make sure that people know that like, I want to make sure all the ladies out there, all the lady home trees know that I'm still into pussy. You guys are putting <laughs> words in my mouth. That's how it works. He says, when a man, when a man has Love too much. Woman. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> mm, yeah. When a man has too much fashion mm-hmm. for any one gender, when a gay, when a gay man has too much fashion for any one gender, he's a drag queen. That's what it is. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's just about living the lifestyle and being like, well, these movies are very positive, actually. Like, oh, I felt they were very uplifting. Kind of. I don't know, we'll, okay. we'll talk when we, when we get there to was two negative, food, but There was negative things happening. It's part of a larger question that I have that I I, I just am ignorant to the, the culture, I think. But um, these movies were a good foray into learning about it. Yeah. But my question is, is, is these the, are documentaries, it, guys. Is, is the point of drag to be ironic? Because there were, there were some of their performances where, like, they're they're playing up the fact that they don't look like women. I like, see what you're saying. Yeah. The, 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 the makeup would be extravagant and then they would make these really funny faces, you yeah. know, to like, to accentuate everything and make it look like mm. it's almost like, uh, it's ironic or it's, 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 I see what you're saying. It's, or like very over like Kabuki theater, just like Kabuki, it's I, over it's the top. I want to say yeah. that, that word's well, going to take my tongue. You, like, and I'm not sure have, if that's quite right, but thank you for confirming And then it, so yeah. many of Vita Bohem's like straight up, that woman was classy as heck. Yeah. If I had to guess, you probably work with what you've got. So if you 
didn't quite. When you're Hugo weaving, you kind of have to just make oh, that face yeah. because he's got that, just that mouth in. and those teeth. It was yeah. super weird when he walks in and confronts Keanu Reeves, Mr. Anderson, <laughs> <laughs> while wearing flip-flop earrings. So, so if you can do the elegant, like pull it off, you yeah, your stage you show probably doesn't have that. Because you look that. Like, a, like a RuPaul. Like yeah. that's, that's a man that looks like a very beautiful woman when he's fully in drag. But mm. then there's like the other side of drag where it's like, I'm going to look great. Like it looks like I'm trying to look like a man yeah. that's trying to look like a woman. You know what I mean? But like, I'm failing at it. Like yeah. it's, I can't figure out like what, and may, maybe you go both ways. Maybe so there's you like, just roll with it. If that's maybe there's the performances where like, I really want to look like a woman here, but here I'm gonna do like a, almost more of a comedy thing. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. So maybe, uh, maybe yeah. I'm being incredibly insensitive, but I, I'm trying to understand what the intent is. I don't think you are, buddy. I All think right. what's happening right now is we, want, <laughs> we have questions. We need answers. Yeah. So, uh, but I did like these movies. I, uh, just at being in Australia made me real feel real close yeah. to the Aussies. Like I was just like, it, yeah. I just wanted to like have duty on one arm and, and fuzzy on the other. <laughs> just like, I love you guys so much. Well, so when, I, I have a question for the Aussies. Cause what the heck was the, with the deal with that guy running through the desert with that little trailer? They were, is that a thing? Do you go on runabout across the desert? They were doing a, trying to do a, a transcontinental run. Is it? Yeah. I, I, so, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. That seems crazy dangerous uh, to the you, desert. This is coming from a dude that did the, the race across America and almost died. I did it in a van with a nice chest full of ice and water and all kinds thing. of stuff. Yeah, he's carrying it all, but like he's woman. by himself. <laughs> like woman. even in Race Across America, was it a woman? I didn't. Mm. I couldn't tell. Never. I never like focused in that that close. Or maybe my resolution was low. Uh, and Race Across America. There are solo riders, but they mm. have like 10 people that are their support crew that are in vans that are like ferrying things back and forth mm-hmm. and taking care of them. That dude was out there by himself. Well, like, if he passes out from heat exhaustion, he can't get into his bucket to give himself water. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe like there was Clover, a- that guy or girl is not on screen much, so you really can't tell. Um, but I just assume- <laughs> <Nice tie-in. laughs> Callbacks! Chris did say this was a found footage film in yeah, Australia. It's literally how it works. Oh, I'm sorry, Donnie. Uh, okay, so he's running with the same thing. Sorry, yeah. Chris, you don't get the credit. I said it's a documentary. But I, yeah, I assumed bullshit. that that person represented the grim specter of death. Oh, yeah. In that ice chest is just a phonograph just playing a <laughs> record on <laughs> <loop>. <laughs> I, so. I've been listening to the I've been listening to the Adventure Zone podcast. Uh, which I is one of the most popular podcasts of all time. Like it's like 15,000 five-star reviews. It's insane. And it's the three brothers. And they just did one where like <laughs> it's three, bro- it's three brothers and their dad playing Dungeons and Dragons okay. at D and D. And it's anyway, I tried listening to it once. It was uh, unlistenable. Their voices are so annoying. Like I <laughs> like kid you not. Like, it's like, how do people listen to this? And then I said, you know, what? it's, it's that popular. Get past it, Chris. And once I got their voices, got past it, like their voices now were funny to me. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they just did one with the Grim Reaper and the Grim Re- the, the brother that DMs couldn't get the voice the same. And so like, it was from like this refined British accent down to a Cockney accent. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. very funny. Check it out. You, you've been listening to film, uh, film uh, re-roll a ton. And, I, uh, and I like, how does this relevant? You want to talk <laughs> about is, it? This is great goodie bag content, but yeah. we didn't talk about it. Uh, I, well, since you brought it up, I have been listening to like film re-roll. I, I love the, the gameplay. Th- I love the loot quest. I love, um, uh, Dungeons and Drongos. I listen mm. to all these podcasts regularly, That's what it, but because it's British, it's, it's Australian. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. Was, but, but anyway, since we're on the tangent, um, I have been listening to the, uh, film re-roll because they come out so infrequently. Yeah. And, uh, I just, I never went back to their catalog until now. And I just mm-hmm. been like, just absorbing everything. And like they, from the beginning, all the way up, it just gets better and better and better. But when I got to the uh, 
the uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz episode, man. That Ozzy. is so Wizard of Ozzy. It's so there you go. Wizard of Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, that episode is so great. Andy yeah. Hoover, like he's always been all of our favorites, but I mean Absolutely. he's just an absolute star in that. He comes up with the funniest stuff so fast. There's moments where like the rest of the the cast is just like. We're, we're done. Like, because <laughs> yeah. he says something so funny, they know they can't top it. And oh, it's so for quick. Sure. Yeah. Did I you, had, you I, had, I had passed on that because it's four parts. Yeah. And I listened to part of the first one like a year ago and I was like, ah, I'll get back to it. Um, and I never did. And Corey's like, you got to do it. So I was like, okay, I'll, I got nothing to do right now. I'm, I'll listen to it. I think this four parter is like one of the, one of the many peaks. It's so it's, good. Yeah, yeah. It is good. It's so good. Have you gotten through all of it? I don't want to spoil anything. For you. I have not finished okay. the fourth part. Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check all those out. But anyway, yeah. any of those D and D podcasts, they're just so much fun. Cause we're obviously big, big role-playing nerds. So, yeah. but like, anyway, Dungeons and Durango's Australia. Adventures of Priscilla Queen. Yeah. Back in. <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's, it's just a really good movie. Yeah. There's a lot of lip syncing. And I, this is actually one of the things that I'm watching. Everybody lip syncs in these movies. In all three movies. Yeah. All three yeah. movies. Tons of lip syncing. Do you guys think that the lip syncing contests like that they're doing now are funny or entertaining in any way? I'm not into it. Like I say, just like sing, yes. like do karaoke, sing like karaoke. Yeah. Like Elise thinks when people do these lips, this lip sync battles, she thinks they are hilarious yeah. and like funny and like entertaining. Like I, I categorize those with like the air guitar competitions. Yes. Like yes. just play the guitar. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's dumb to me. I, I, I don't like lip sync. They're yeah. funny in like 30 second clips. Sure. Sure. I, I don't think I watch a whole show of it. I, yeah. Anyway, so, I don't, I don't get the, the draw of it. Yeah. I mean, I think for a drag show, it's not about the, the singing so the much as it, it's, it's the, the performance. performance. Yeah. yeah. Over it all in this show, when they actually get to Alice Springs chicken, like, I'm sorry. That's the only time I've ever heard of Alice Springs is from, uh, the Outback menu. No. Okay. <laughs> no. I, okay. Now you say it like, Oh dang it. I'd never heard of that as a town yeah. in, in Australia until Outback, the, movie, mm. the restaurant. And then this movie, anyways, <laughs> they get there, Australia and they get there and they're doing their, their, their live show. The way that they change costumes and and the entire production, it's mm -hmm. really it's fascinating. It's amazing that they could they could pull it off. They they show that a really big close up of that later on in the birdcage when the guy just like walks out, they just pop the top off. Yeah, yeah. Pop another There's one. Like three people helping it, him change. It is costume. like wow, that it's like a, it's like a pit crew. Yeah, yeah. Pew, 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 and you basically pew, have to like pew, pew, no pew. shame. You <laughs> gotta just like be comfortable with just going back there and like fifteen people just like stripping you naked and putting you back together again. And then that's just that's just showbiz, man. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. It's just showbiz. Speaking of, we're glossing over the most important performance in this movie, Bob's wife. <laughs> is that his name, Bob? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So he he brought it up the <laughs> the very talented tagalog. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead, explain it. <laughs> explain to the home trees what happens. I wish that <laughs> this was one of the funniest parts. of Yeah, this. I'm watching the movie. And I'm like, okay, that's a weird character when they're like having dinner, and she's like, I performed too, and yeah. like, okay, whatever. When she, does he like chain her up or whatever? She's like, he chains up all of her ping pong. Okay. Balls. So she opens it up and all the ping pong balls fall out and she's just but like psychotically gleeful yeah. about it. You have an idea. <laughs> I didn't until it happened. I was yeah. just like, what's she going to do? She going to juggle? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. The, yeah. Uh, which, but <laughs> which part of the body are they coming out of? Oh yeah, Th that one. Yeah, but which one? 
I could be either. I know. No. They, they don't never show. They never, never show it. And she's still wearing her costume. I guess she just sort of like slides it to the side. The and way then, she angles, like it could be either. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious. You know what? That, what, what is her most talented asset? I'm assuming it's. <laughs> ah! You said asset. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a primary weapon attack, not a secondary weapon attack. <laughs> because that's. I the, feel like you'd have more power <laughs> with the secondary weapon though. Because that's. The, you. <laughs> I think you can get more force. You just broke me. But you just broke <laughs> Typically for that type of show, it's a primary weapon attack. Oh my gosh. Like that dang. is a thing. And as an audience member, do you want it to come your direction so you can catch it? Uh, well, a bunch of bogans, I'm sure. <laughs> the greatest thing about Should we tell the home truths what this is and just leave it like that? Leave it like that. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. The, just you can go look it up. <laughs> the... The, one of the greatest side effects of us being s- such good friends with the, our Aussie, our Aussie brothers, is like we get we get uh, we get slang. Yeah, Ken Oath, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I thought you were going to say one of the side effects of us being so straight. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I'm very straight. <laughs> that is not what I was qualifying for. I was qualified. It is now. Yeah, it is, I, know. I will go on record as I'm against what they are saying. But I, I, that has never worked in the past. Oh, the uh, but I I did enjoy this movie. It, what these movie, what all three of these movies really do? These movies are supposed to be comedies, right? For the most part, right? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. Quite I looked at sure. them and said dark comedy. Uh, once a comedy cult film, once and then once a comedy drama. Okay, because I watched Zhu Wang Fu first, and my first impression was like, I'm not sure if this is like promoting this so or making people aware, or if it's making fun of it. I couldn't tell which side so I was supposed to be on. I think the people who are creating it were doing that as a way to to show you another side of life than mm-hmm. like us. But see, the other problem is. This was in the '90s, and so much of this is played for laughs yeah, and everything yeah. like that. That's what but, I'm saying a lot of it. But was us like, in 2018, we were like, like, I don't know. If and so this is a punchline. Yeah. So like, I think it's both. I think you're supposed to get because like yeah. you're getting. Obviously, these are these guys. Every single one of these actors is incredibly entertaining, and mm-hmm. they they're doing a great job uh, in all the movies. But then also at the same time, you're looking at this is like there's so much unacceptance at the same time, which I yeah. think it was the purpose of the movies themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the scenes that are played for laughs are like in. Both of these first two movies, the I would almost call them twin movies. They yeah. really are almost There's the exact like same movie. Yeah, menacing predatory yokels. Yes, that's it. Like, like the, they're in danger. They are in grave danger. Yeah. There's like people that are going to kill them. Yeah, yeah. like the or do unspeakable things to them. Yeah. Mm. And they're like, oh, we're fine. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. well, there's the scene in in uh, Priscilla. When like they're talking about the 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 incredible the pedophile uncle, so he says it's a flashback. It's a flashback for yeah. Guy Pierce. He's like, oh, reach down into the bathtub. Yeah, and he pulls the plug. He pulls the plug, and his balls get stuck in the plug. And they laugh like, oh no, that's he's a sexual predator. Yeah. But they're like laughing their heads. Up. I'm actually that scene was like, oh my gosh. Also, our yeah, I got real uncomfortable. For our a moment drains in the center of the tub in Australia. Yes. Yeah. Well, they do spin the other way. I learned yeah, that from so, Simpsons. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so like uh, you're like oh i'm so glad this went the way that it went but like it's like oh no i hope that that uncle is in jail and like you like they're like ah his balls were stuck in the drain for eight hours and like then then he went to jail that's what i wish they would have finished it out because they were supposed to do the tragic backstory of guy pierce and then like he's just like i know i've always been this way well he's (laughs) certainly a creep but if he didn't actually commit the crime gosh dang he suffered the appropriate punishment he, but like, no, nah, he's going, he needs to go to jail. You can't go to jail just for be having bad thoughts. 
He act, if you act on it, you commit the crime. He is acting. He he was telling a kid what and the, yeah. and the kid got the kid gave him his comeuppance. Jail. <laughs> jail, jail, and burn in hell. No, no he learned no pressing. He learned no his lesson pressing, and never tried it again. Well, no mean, pressing of a of, of of a record for him. He gets no record pressing. <laughs> broken record. Hell, but yeah. I mean, Australia is a jail, so he's already that is true in jail. They come from all <laughs> of the Australians are descended from Britain's. by virtue of living yeah. in Australia. It's jail. It's good. So Wesley Snipes will beat you up regardless of his movie or outfit. And this quickie with Big D. <laughs> to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yes. Three American drag queens on the way to Los Angeles stop off in a podunk backwater to play fairy godmother, so to speak. They say it too. They say all it takes is a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> they say in the movie, I kid you not, John Leguizamo is the one of the hottest women I've ever seen. <laughs> he is so hot in this movie. Yeah, no homo, but he, I'm totally straight, ladies. Why are you putting but, that on me? But John Leguizamo could pass for a hot chick. She's not a real chick, but because I'm super straight. But yeah, John Leguizamo's hot. Everyone is. <laughs> President Trump is in the room right now. <laughs> it is funny that so, de- default douchebag is now Trump. sounds like the president of the yeah, United right, States. I know. Now we, I just uh, I kind of found this movie boring. Personally, really? yeah. You guys enjoyed it? Oh, I, I absolutely. This one. Yeah, for sure. This I was mean, my favorite of the three. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, well, like we cool. we picked Glad our favorites. Definitive. They were assigned. Uh, luckily, they were assigned correctly. So, uh, but I thought, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. So, uh, I love seeing Stalker Channing. She's she is she ends up she's the she plays the first lady the abused wife okay. I know yeah she plays the first lady in West Wing so uh, and West Wing I think is one of the oh, okay. most brilliant TV shows ever made so like yeah. she gets free pass for life did did you guys notice that Virgil her the, the abusive husband he looked so familiar to me and I could not place him What's and he, he is from Jurassic Park Two the Lost World. He is the nerdy glasses wearing like CEO that gets eaten by the baby T-Rex at the end. Oh, I don't remember. And that, and so that, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, oh, I, that's like, he looks so familiar, but they doesn't look anything alike. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. They should have taken the Camry. They would have gotten there faster. Yeah, right. Uh, but, they, they but they were right. Like that yeah. wouldn't have been in style. Like, yeah. They, no. they had to do. And they wouldn't club. have broken down and saved the people of. Backwater Flats or yeah. whatever. It's what Sp- it called? Spiderville, but it was Snyderville. 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 But they said, we're going to, Sm- to Spiderville. And Bobby Ray's like, it's it's Snyderville. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I wanted to get into this one because this is actually the you, only one I'd wanted, ever seen. You wanted to see this one? <laughs> this uh, it's one. the one I'd seen before. Mm-hmm. And so I knew kind of what it was about, but I didn't really remember much. And I just... I don't know. Was not was not into it as the other the other two. I, I liked a little bit better. Yeah. What's really cool is that like while this is also a twin film to me it, to to uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, they both came out within a it year. It is also yeah. a prequel to the Birdcage. <laughs> like right? I don't know. Maybe. It is one hundred percent a prequel because they were going from New York to get to California. No, because Robin Williams is in both of these. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he plays a guy that's super into drag queens, and yeah. then opens up his own place in Miami Beach or in South Beach. Called the Birdcage okay. later on in his life. Right, yeah, it's sequel. I'll, I'll accept cool. it. It was depressing though. Like, oh, Robin Williams and I know right? Patrick Swayze both. Like, I know. yeah, that's right. They were awesome. They were awesome. <laughs> Someone else had passed too. I forget what are the, there was. There was a whole bunch of them that were just like, oh, well, you thought Stamp had passed? I did think Stamp had passed. Yeah. So that was, a, but yeah, the Robin Williams and and uh, and Patrick Patrick Stewart. Not Patrick. Patrick Stewart is darn it. I've spoken into the world. Patrick Stewart, don't you die! Patrick Stewart. 
<laughs> no, but I, I mean, like never, he will he, eventually. Oh, I it's so sad. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could, your face is full he, of pure compassion. Because right I, I really, I, I was thinking about that not too long ago. Like he's, it's, he's been old since I was a child. Yeah, mine yeah. is. Mine is like, oh my gosh, Harrison Ford's gonna die soon. Yeah, we probably all in a like, pla- probably in a plane crash because the guy keeps <laughs> crashing. Captain Picard was well, our was first fly, exposure to Patrick Stewart, like as Americans, and that was the eighties, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's Late been old 80s, for a 90s. long time. Have you seen the test? I don't, this is super tangential again. The test footage of him wearing a wig. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? I, I actually was listening to Donnie because I was still laughing about my. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Your joke, your joke was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fly, so, yes. Land, who, no. who are we talking about now? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart. They they originally were going to give him a toupee, uh, which wigs are. For what? For wi- Wigs are very Captain apropos Picard. for this episode. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, Tons that's an iconic look. I know. Yeah. 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 He, was, he probably was like 30. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, you know, he was just bald really early, but oh, he for was sure. killing it. Oh, yeah, and, and with the bald hair, I mean, yeah. we t- talked about it, like Elise would leave me for Patrick Stewart, like in a heartbeat. Like that's her man crush. Like I'd leave you for Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I mean, I'd leave me for Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Except I, for I'm totally straight. But, <laughs> uh, the uh, I I really loved Patrick Stewart in this movie. <laughs> I did. I really, really did. I didn't. Dig, I didn't dig Wesley Snipes because, like, at no point did you not think Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes could beat the crap out of everybody in this movie. Yeah. He's ripped yeah. and like, he just is ready. He, he beats people up in this movie. Hey, the yeah. other roving band of rapists that are like running around like, ah, it's okay. They learned their lesson when he I grabbed very his balls. I liked the, uh, I thought the, the like basketball the, scene. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I thought the other, uh, townsfolk, like the other characters in this movie were a little more well-developed. And uh, when he starts following the silent lady after she drops her picture and just his whole interaction with her. It's great. Yeah, yeah. it's very positive. He doesn't shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> Ooh, I like this. I like yeah. this too. I'm a little bougie. <laughs> That's bougie cheese right there. No, but Vita Boheme is just so dang classy. I yeah. love the outfits. Yeah. The amount of money that they had and, and luggage that they had to bring with them though had to be Insane. Yeah, how did it fit into that? How did they fit? That's why they. That's why they had to get the Cadillac. Yeah. Huge trunk, trunk space in a in a Cadillac. But the uh, like, there was a lot of scenes that are just like really like sad too. Like when she when they go to the town, uh, like when the cops gonna like rape her. I know, right? Yeah. I sent you a clip. I sent you a clip. I, uh, did you get it? Yeah. The Chris. So Chris Penn, who sounds exactly like Charlie Day. Did you guys pick yeah. up on oh, that? I listen to it now. He's no. just like, well, no, it's especially when he's like ranting and raving. Everything around here is just all wrong. It just sounds like Charlie Day just scream. You know yeah. how how he does his thing. You yeah. know, like. Yeah. But anyway, but I sent you a clip, and it is just like obvious that Chris Penn, who plays Sheriff Dollard, Dollard, yeah. whatever, yeah. it's a typo. It's just obviously not okay with who he is. Yeah. And his push, he can't push, accept who he is. He cannot accept who he is. And like, yeah. he, so he's on a campaign to find these girls. Yeah. With his places for homos. Or oh whatever. my gosh. Yeah, so yeah. He's checking everything Checklist. out. And he's, so, this scene is him like lamenting while he's sitting in a bar. Yeah. But obviously he's, he's not lamenting on how hard it is to find them. He's more lamenting about like his, he, what he really wants. Yeah. Like. His feelings. So here we yeah. go. Men acting like women. Men wanting to be with one another. Men, Touching each other. Their stubbly chins rubbing up against one another. This is his fantasy. Yes. Touching each other. Manly hands. 
Touching like swirls of chest hair. Hard-looking biker dudes in this bar just like just stared at him like, what? Like, yeah, man. With a I, rugged I aftershave. <laughs> rugged aftershave. Their low baritone voices <laughs> sighing, <laughs> grunting. They hold one another in, in manly, masculine arms. Hold one. That's it, right? Yeah, that's, that's it for that. Okay. But yeah, so that's so. Then there's that too. So you see it through those the '90s lens, like oh, ha ha ha, he's making some funny things. You see it in the 2008 lens, 2018 lens, it's like oh no, like he's really going through some yeah. identity crisis yeah. on this too. Although I think we've always assumed that that's basically every small town sheriff there. Yes, yeah, that is how I picture self hating gay. But yeah, so you have him. He's going to he's going to rape Patrick Swayze. Yeah, looked at Patrick Swayze. Didn't pull a roadhouse and rip his throat out. <laughs> You've never seen Roadhouse. So that reference <laughs> just goes. <laughs> right but no, but Patrick Swayze in all the other movies, he's beating the crap out of everybody, and this is what he does to Sheriff Dullard. Yeah, uh, but like this man needs to be put in jail as well. Yes. Like this is not the first time yeah. he's done this, and he says the n word. And it's like, it's, it's anyway, yeah. uh, but anyway, he's dead. That was the other one. He, he, he also has died too. Chris Penn. The actor? The actor. Yeah. Oh. So there's a lot that of that. piece of shit. So yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Sean Penn's brother. I'm messing around. Uh, just playing a role. Yeah. <laughs> but playing a role. Yeah. I, I kind of call BS that these Queens would be so nice to each other. It doesn't seem like, I, I don't they know. They were not nice to each other. No, they were so nice. No. The two women who co-won the competition and were going to go on to a larger competition are super sweet to each other. And then they want to take somebody else under their wing. Well, their friend. Who ends up helping win. I, I just, I find, think I think competitive they, the competitive I think nature way too competitive. Uh, I don't know. But no. But I've never been to a drag show and I don't know. I, I don't, maybe, maybe that's the culture that is. Yeah. That the, is cultivated. Uh, no, because like if you can't support each other. At this point, who yeah. is going to support you? Yeah. But I will say that they were not nice to each other, especially Chi-Chi and Nagzima. They were not nice to each yeah, other. Yeah, Nagzima was all. nice to Chi-Chi, but. No, not at all. And uh, they were and they were mean to me, to Chi-Chi, because like, I'm looking at like, oh, you're just a boy in a dress. Like, okay, you're trying to like, he's younger than you. He's going to be your, he's, she's going to be your protege. It's like, no, he looks, John Leguizamo looks like a woman from start to finish, especially at the end. When Julie Newmar comes up, spoiler alert, Julie Newmar's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, we gets, never see Tu Wong Fu, or Wong Fu. Who's Wong Fu? Who's Tu Wong Fu? I don't know. I don't know. Who, <laughs> that phrase just, just rolls yeah, up the tongue so easily like, that I want to say Wong Fu and Tu Wong Fu. The owner out. of that club, right? Yeah. yeah I guess. Usually when there's a signed is, picture he, on the wall. Is he like somebody that, that that's referencing? Is that an no, actual no, personage? No. Yeah. Are we personage? supposed to Vita Bohem. Oft reference and often off reference to Wong Fu. Like it's always like praying to the <laughs> yeah. praying to Wong Fu and yeah, Julie Newmar. Who is Julie Newmar was the original Catwoman, right? Yes. I don't know if she was the original. She was one Eartha, of the one Eartha of the three Kit. Catwomen. Yeah. Eartha Kitt was one of the Catwomen. I don't know. April and I wanted to know too, so we looked up a clip of her mm-hmm. and like a little seduction scene. I've always found her it very statuesque. <laughs> <laughs> the uh just for sake of posterity, the other Catwoman was Lee Merriweather. Oh, okay. Lee, hit us up. If so you're still alive. Uh, unlike uh, Priscilla, I didn't really care so much for a lot of like the drag shows and some of the outfits that they were wearing through most of this movie. They weren't performing as much in this movie as well, too. Until it was more like end. a road trip. What I really liked was the red and wild party. Oh, I like, know, right? That that was really cool. The Spartacus Everyone, moment. They had the oh, Spartacus yeah, 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 moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was cool. 
But just, yeah. I'm no, a but drag just, like, queen. just the whole theme of it, and everyone's wearing something red and white, and it was, mm. it was it was really cool visually. I think that was a cool scene. Honestly, just made me wish that we had more like community parties. Like yeah. I know it sounds yeah. <laughs> like going, like, oh man, everyone's coming together. Yeah, 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 that'd be fun. Yeah, time also felt like a loose concept. Oh, I know. They how how long were they there? For? Right, it, three three days. It would show it would show day and night cycles like yeah. seven or eight times, but it was only supposed to be from <laughs> yeah. like Saturday yeah. to Monday. I know. And there was a point where like they all, they all started dancing. I thought, oh, this is the strawberry festival or whatever it was called. Mm. What, what were they doing? Was it strawberry strawberry festival? No, it's funny because I went to strawberry, strawberry social, <laughs> strawberry social, strawberry social. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that they. Like I thought, okay, this is it because they're all dancing. This it's set up to have music outside, and that wasn't it. It was no, like, that was like I guess a, the next day. Like it just it, time was really really all over the place in this movie. Time's fluid. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, homosexuals don't perceive time in the same way that you are. <laughs> <laughs> they exist in the past, present, and future all at yeah. once, <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah, well, they I guess they exist in both genders, so they ex- exist in all. Every times. homosexual is a Quisette's Hatterack. <laughs> yes, Dune. Yeah. The spice must flow. X Force, the uh, I I I loved every outfit that Patrick Swayze was in. It's so classy when he says today is a hat day. He comes out <laughs> and that's a hat. Like it is like how did they fit that in the truck? I, I will say I, I think that Patrick Swayze really brought the the drag performance in this. Like I wonder he, if this was a fun he really set. owned it. Whereas I feel like Wesley Snipes, it just felt like Wesley Snipes. It just felt like a boy in a dress to me with him. Leguizamo, I, I know you got your little thing for Leguizamo, but. <laughs> He was somewhere in the middle of the two, but I feel like yeah, yeah, Patrick, Patrick really embodied the- Patrick Stewart. Gosh, dang it. I keep saying it. <laughs> anyway. I wonder if this is a fun set. I, I, I didn't re, I didn't do a ton of research onto it, but I just wonder if this was a fun set to be on, if they were having a good time. Mm-hmm. Like Patrick, because like Wesley Snipes, in, whether in bla- he wore more, more leather in Blade than he did in this one. Like <laughs> the man just likes putting leather on. I did love the nod to white men can't jump for when they're playing basketball, when he's playing yeah. basketball at the uh at the beginning of the movie but i i just found this movie very positive and everything too and just like the the way the town comes to protect them because they gave yeah. them like i just really liked it It was very uplifting and this movie like the other one is just be who you are don't be embarrassed of it they yeah. also they inspired the interracial love between the right 23 years the diner the, owner and the, the Paltrow's mom. yeah yeah that's what, 23 what? years. I know. Right? Why would you waste most of your life? When, when there are like maybe five other people in the town. There's nobody yeah. else in town. Everybody knows you guys are into each other. Just stop wasting time. Yeah, I know. 23 years. That could have been 23 there, good years you could have had together. There's yeah. one lady that doesn't even say words until this. So like she's <laughs> yeah. not telling anybody. I know. I know. Right. You turn this into a cafe and everything. What was the book that she gives the stuttering guy? I don't know what that book was. It's just this oh, is basically like my Bible. I, I got to look it. was up. like a autobiography or something or a biography. It was, yeah. was Maybe, it about it was by Wang Fu? Is it, is it, is it about Julie Newmar? <laughs> From Wang Fu. <laughs> they really should give that picture back. That's a bummer. They Patrick right. stole that. Yeah. I'm pissed. I know. That's like if I just like lifted one of your pictures here in the, in the bunker, just took off. You can. Well, some of them are ours, but yeah, I'm saying yeah. like the ones that are specifically <laughs> yours. You know? I was like, you can't you go, go, go for it. Yeah. Um, like I just lifted the Death Star up there and just took it. That you couldn't do. That's expensive. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> walking out. My, I'm really bloated today <laughs> under my shirt. I'm really retaining water. Dude, you, got, you got the Death Did Star. Are you pregnant? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I, I like uh, the, the, the like real character growth moment uh, was the, the growth for uh, Chi Chi when she like to go after Bobby Lee, Bobby Ray. Yeah. yeah. Too. But I feel bad for Bobby Lee. Cause like 
second choice. Like and it, it felt very weird too. It's like, oh, you can have him. Like it's like that it's, was it's really, like relationships yeah. are it like something mean. you possess. Yeah. It's like yeah, it was, it was just it was a weird second choice weird thing after a drag queen. My favorite line in the whole movie is is Chi Chi says, "I'm gonna find the first man, hop on him." And ride him all the way to California. <laughs> yes, yes. It was just, the thing is, is that they were throwing these lines out that were just gold so quickly. Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, that's funny. Uh, but the same thing, like I don't know, like in nineteen nineties, this is a comedy. Two thousand eighteen, it's more of like a it, dramedy. It's more of a dramedy. Yeah. yeah. So you just see it through these different lenses. Um, but so, I, I so did enjoy it though. Talked about character growth. I, I felt like there was some character growth that was lacking. So with Vita, her, her whole story was about her parents and how she couldn't like present herself that scene as was, who she was. That, movie, that scene was sad when the mom it sees was, her and turns her and away. It set this whole movie up for like, oh, that's going to be like the final scene when she finally is brave enough to I go really and like, wanted, just say like, this mm. is me, accept me who I am. And it didn't happen. I That's know. why I just feel like this movie was just a little weak. That I would have loved if this movie would have been uh, close to perfect. If you would have seen Vita at that the, resolution, the parents' house, I yeah. really wanted it because you see Chi Chi, of course, grow into. Yeah, I was going to. She one ups her mom by becoming a better mom to Chi Chi. <sighs> I guess Dottie's speaking some knowledge right now. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a valid interpretation. Dottie's earning some princess points right now. I <laughs> I think they needed to maybe reveal that a little bit more obviously. Uh, yeah, but, very but, but you, but you're right. No, for sure. Yeah, Petra was very maternal in this. Yeah, and for everything. sure. Yeah. So, and Nazima just got it done. Well, with grabs that guy by the balls and you like with my nails, the, bam. With, and with stalker Channing, like she doesn't mother her more like sisters her, but she's an angel. That's yeah. really, really like I guys with her Adam's apple. I shed a tear. I did actually. It's <laughs> surprise, surprise. I did. It was just such a sweet one. I love you, Vita Boem. Like it's so <laughs> She saved her from such a horrible life. Uh, I didn't realize that some of the girls were Stalker Channing's daughters. I'm like, oh, come with me. I have, I have kids. Like I can't just like leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't think I picked up on that. I didn't either. And so when she says that, she says, oh, come with us. Like, oh no, that's no, that's a dick move. Like, uh, like she's got, she's got the family. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Um, That's all I got on that one. It's not, not quite as good as. Just it's just, you know, it has a solid movie. I'm I've actually yeah. kind of always wanted to see this movie. Yeah. And it's like all other movies for this podcast. Don't really have time for it yeah. until, until we, you're forced until, to, until we are forced to watch <laughs> it. You have to, you owe us. I'm just saying, I would never watch Chronicle. Cause I just don't have time for it. Oh, really? I'm really, I wouldn't have just like, ha huh, Chronicles on, let me go ahead and watch that. Oh, but really? like now I've never heard of seen it. it. Now you will mm, not. I mean, I've seen you it once. I'm, I'm good. I've you don't show your girls. I've, I would, I see it. No, I, I like, I, there's so many backlogs of movies that I have mm -hmm. to show them. Like, like we, we gotta go through Lord of the Rings. We gotta go yeah. through like there's star Wars movies. They haven't seen. Like we got a lot to go through. What? Star? What, what are you talking about? Star Return, Wars? Of, haven't seen? Return of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is too. They kill kids Why in that movie. Why are you so far behind? You, they don't kill kids. They kill younglings. Oh, whatever, dude. <laughs> Killing, slaying those younglings. It's never too early to teach kids about killing kids. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there you go. That's exactly the message I want to send. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Rogue One, it just the horrors of war and everything. I just don't, it's just too complicated. They want it. I know my kids, they won't enjoy it. It's called Star Wars. So, yeah, but like <laughs> so when the, the majority of war are sort of implied in the title. <laughs> uh, there is, but uh, no, Rogue One and, and Revenge of yeah. the Sith will. Yeah. will, will Your mess kid's a little younger than mine. I, I, I yeah, they'll, they'll mess with them. So yeah. anyway. 
don't mess with them. The it, movies. Will, it will mess with oh, them. Oh, it will mess with them. Okay. I thought yeah. you were saying like, oh, they don't mess with those movies. Those violent movies. Don't mess with them. We don't cotton to those movies around here. <laughs> your big city core and your French ways and your baguettes and your hauls. Baguette, All right. We're, we're uh, flailing here. Let's move on. It's good. This episode is brought to you by WeAreDapperTies.com. We Are Dapper Ties is a company created by brothers Andrew and Julian who believe that feeling and looking great should be an affordable right for all. So whether you're wearing a suit and tie daily, heading to your first interview, an advocate of classy dates, or you just need good-looking ties, you need a dapper tie. Andrew and Julian have carefully curated beautiful designs to offer you a selection of knitted, elegant, unique, and affordable ties. Go to WeAreDapperTies.com and enter the promo code GOODER to get a free shipping on all your orders all over the U.S. Dapper Ties, smart, affordable fashion. It's good. We get a Tu Wong Fu sequel in this quickie with Big D. The Birdcage, Robin Williams goes against type playing the straight man, so to speak, to Nathan Lane's Over the Top Diva, also featuring Gene Hackman as the entire right wing. <laughs> the entire right wing. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I, I had not seen this movie. I swear, but like, I swear I had seen it before. Like I was, but I just must have saw, saw a Lakash uh, a la Foley. I'm a, <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for French cinema. I don't yeah. know if you guys knew that about oh, me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. French cinema. To just snack on your baguette. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch the French films. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were so many buns in this movie. Like so, so many. <laughs> is that, that like a South, is that like what South beach is? I, it just must be just buns. Is South, is South beach a topless beach too? I, yeah, there is actually some, uh, yeah, nude beaches there. Top I, did, I, did, I actually yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. My brother went to South Beach uh, with with his wife and his kids. Oh, and yeah. so, but that's where um, his, uh, his, my brother's wife's, uh, her dad lives in in uh, Miami. Okay. So it's a South Beach. I said, does, like, he own, it, does he own a Lacage club? <laughs> so, okay, real quick on that. Uh, but anyway, he went there and I said, like, how is it? He says, like, it is, he says, like, you, you've never seen more gorgeous people in your entire life. He oh, says, yeah, like, it's sure. just, it's just like literally like every, it's like distilled into perfection. He says, but it is the most vain city at oh, the same I, time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it's, you have the trade off. Beautiful people know they're beautiful. Yeah. But like, it's like, they all just like go, it's like a migration there. It's like the dust bowl. They're yeah. leaving. Well, cause beautiful people want to find other beautiful people yeah. as well. So but he said, I said up. like, is it like, it looks like on TV? So, oh yeah. Like it's, it's just wall to wall. Gorgeous people. But my gosh, Hank Azaria was ripped at some point. Agalor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He Agador. Was, Agador, thank you. Uh, Spartacus? <laughs> Spartacus. Uh, he was ripped. Ripped. I did not realize that how big he was. But no, all these people owned such expensive property. Like yeah, the, yeah. a beach on South Beach yeah. with an apartment you and a, a full club. What? Or like a house or a home. What did I say? You said a beach on South Beach. Oh yeah, whatever. I meant to say a club. Sorry, club on South Beach. Uh, you know, so where the full, gorgeous, uh, uh, you know, apartment with like multiple rooms. Yeah. And a full they had club a pool up there. Yeah, a pool. Yeah. And like a full club. Like yeah. they must That's have been millions of dollars rolling yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. And then you saw like in the other one, Vita Boem's, uh, his parents, uh, the parents' house. Yeah. I mean, like that was just this gorgeous stone fronted. Anyway, and then in uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, you know, they had. His mom gave just gave him ten grand to anyway. There's just some really yeah. rich people in these movies. Yeah. Uh, well, you've got to be rich to afford all those costumes and makeup and stuff. So. Absolutely, basically, the, yeah, yeah. Being a drag queen is a rich man's game. 
<laughs> I can't argue with that. Based solely on these movies, which is my entire knowledge. Yeah. Uh, it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just, the whole time, it, we've said it before, like how do these, like we said it, how do you afford this property? Like they just give yeah. these characters this property. Uh, but I was pissed at the sun the entire time. Oh, that's pretty much the only note that yeah. I have. Is yeah. This son is an asshole. Like he just Grade so, A. Yeah, he was self-raised by these men. And just like, I felt bad for uh, Albert the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Like finally at the very end, like they, they, they stick up for him, but like. Kinda, but. Ki- exactly. Kind of. My, my problem I had this movie, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super funny. I did enjoy this movie a ton. It, it was funny. just, yeah. I, I enjoyed it up until like the last 20 minutes. Cause like once the farce is revealed, they're like all on board. Well, we need to protect the Senator. Why? Why? He's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. The Senator is the worst. And like, I, what I really liked them showing is this movie is so topical for today too. And at yeah. the same time, like just what it was is that him with, I need some candy. Like, like, it's just like, sh- like, he, like, oh, that vice is okay. You know, like he just like, is constantly like screaming yeah. at people to bring candy because this is vice, but like, oh, this vice. it's, but like all, if you look at whenever you see the right wing senators or congressmen or whatever, and they're the ones that are like railing against gay rights and everything. They're yeah. always the guys that get that, caught at the, they, they get caught cut in rest ups. Yeah. So like now, like whenever that. I see these right wing nut jobs, like screaming against yeah, like, like, Oh, he's gay. He just has oh, to accept it. Just, yeah. He's, he's he, exactly. He's Sean Penn. He's mm-hmm. Sheriff Dollard. Oh, Michelle Bachman's husband. Gay as a tangerine. Oh, 100%. <laughs> are tangerines gay? Very. <laughs> they're, they're, they are the gayest fruit. <laughs> the gayest fruit. I mean, I know, I know some of those like stone fruit trees do, uh, they propagate sexually, right? There's like a female and a male version. So are there, is there a case of like a male on male tree, like propagating the the tangerine? That would actually, that would be a nice back story to your, the tangerines you see in the grocery store. (laughs) Like when they're familiar with that, Chris, the male and female trees. Yeah. I, no, yeah. I know that. I know part. almonds are that way. No, I yeah. understand that there is male and the, the, okay. the stamen and the pistol uh, piston. Oh, you had to get all like technical. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, they have to remove the boa like from the tangerine when they harvest it <laughs> before they put it on uh, the uh, shelves at your local grocery store. Uh, yeah, I, but yeah, the sun pissed me off. Yeah, These I did are the men like that him raised him, and they're like, he was super sad. Like, make sure the oh, make sure the mom gets Alan there. Bill too. I, did, I was not a fan know, of her. Right. She was constantly lying to her family. Always. It's like, it's, like, it's yeah. going to reveal itself. That's like, that's it. going to be worse the way you're lying about it. I and know. If you have Alan to jump Bill through like these hoops to pull this off, why do you want to marry into this family? Yeah. That's it too. The whole, yeah. That, yeah. I'm so glad you guys are on board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just was. Yeah, because I'm going to take up like a pro right wing stance. No, no, no. That's all I'm talking about. Just like how pissed you guys are at the kids too. It's like, well, is it, and like, why come up? Oh, they're a cultural attache to Greece. That is such an elaborate lie. Yeah, you just say, oh, he, uh, they live at, they live in South Beach. What does a cultural attache do? He's anyway? a club owner in South Beach. Yeah, yeah. The senator's <laughs> like South Beach money. Okay, he's obviously one of my voters. So say no more. Yeah, boom. There you go. Like that's. <laughs> I, I know that right. Like they these elaborate lies. Yeah. And the other, the I don't know why I was laughing so hard at this. It's when um, Agador wouldn't put on shoes. You can't walk. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a really funny. Yeah. It was just there really was funny. There was some very clever writing in this, like just kind of the character yeah. development. Stuff. Everything, yeah. every time Hank Azari opens his mouth, it's gold. He like out Leguizamo's Leguizamo. He, he's just, he is ripped too the entire <laughs> time. The only thing that I had like an odd, this would be like if I kept 
like the most gorgeous woman in the world as my maid. Right. That's, that's what you know, like for the, if you take my, my, uh, you know, my personal preference. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I actually let that joke die. And he yeah. it back. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's just like, it's like, there's a, like if I let, if, if like we hired the most g- gorgeous woman in the world and she just walked around topless in a thong. Right. And like, that's how, that's how she cleaned the rooms. That, that's yeah. what, that's what Hank Azaria is in yeah. this movie. Yeah. It's just funny to me. And he's so nice too. Yeah. He really is Spartacus. Well, he's, like, he's more than just the housekeeper. He's, he's there, like a like personal, personal assistant. assistant yeah. yeah, yeah, he does a whole bunch. But did you guys did you guys think that him and uh, that Robin Williams and Hank Azaria were having an affair at first? Uh, uh-uh. that's no. how I call because he goes up there and like the whole time you think that he's good. I that scene was really cool. Actually, where they play it off like you're like, oh my gosh, he's cheating on. Yeah, and it's just the sun. And it's just the sun. It's like yeah, oh, they, yeah, they did that whole like they kind of played you a little bit like he had some some boy toy in the side. Yeah, but I thought that that it was like he actually was cheating on him at the for like a split second. Yeah. I thought it was him and Hank's area because the first time they interact, he like has Hank like lie for him or something. Like yes, that, exactly. Right? So no, it's because he has the son. Yeah. But even that the beginning like oh don't tell Albert like no like Albert raised you you douchebag yeah like he, he yeah would, like anyway yeah they just did not make that character no and then gene hackman is un like you you don't root for him at all no and like for some reason you're supposed to i don't know at and some the point, ending of the movie was just like it was very abrupt it's just like they kind of they sneak him out and then boom that's it the credits yeah. roll and then they're <laughs> at the they're like it's at the wedding they're at the wedding it's like a the, post-credit scene yeah, yeah they, they the wedding and everything but it's i like, do like the mcu <laughs> Post credit wedding scene. <laughs> Thanos comes out of nowhere. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> oh my gosh, Thanos is going to be in this movie too. Uh, you had that one, uh, the guy from True Lies in this. He was one of the um, oh two 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 small face the, guy. Yeah, two small face coffee, guy. Coffee, yeah. coffee, 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 coffee. Oh, coffee. that was from Dante's Peak. Dante's same, Peak. same guy. Yeah, True Lies. Uh, he's one of the. He the, always plays like just like the guy in the van. He's a side, <laughs> yeah sidekick <laughs> guy in the van. Yeah, he's like a like a, a news reporter in the van. He He's a secret yeah. agent in the van. He's That's the- what his CV says. Like, I'll play bit roles. I got my own van. <laughs> like, uh, let's get that guy. We need to Hold get out of the van. What does CV stand for? Curriculum Vitae. Yep. Okay. I didn't know that. I heard it on, I heard it on uh, the IT crowd. So all okay. my CVs say this. And I honestly just was too lazy to look it up. But now that you reminded it me. It sounds better than resume. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I love it. I'm going to use that from now on. Uh, yeah, it must be. He is an Academy Award winner. Did you guys know that? Really? He was the executive producer of Argo. Best camera work. <laughs> He's always the camera. Yeah, he Best was the, van work. Yeah. He was the executive, co-executive producer of Argo. So he shared the Oscar with, uh, with, uh, uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. And Bat Fleck. Anyway, so that man is has a he has an Academy Award for Best Picture. So he's still doing stuff. Just he's more behind the scenes. He's just the guy, he's in the van. He's on par with DiCaprio. Yeah. (laughs) One. He's got one. He's got one. Uh the that scene when he's climbing in out of the uh, out of the that ladder really too. Really, Leonardo DiCaprio, pretty raw. <laughs> <laughs> right, that Leonardo DiCaprio and the movie Suicide Squad have the same amount of Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong. That, that's not correct. That shouldn't. I I didn't think I didn't care for Wolf of Wall Street. I actually didn't even finish the whole movie. I didn't watch it. It didn't seem interesting. It, it's just like I'm watching. Like I hate everybody. I tried in this to watch movie. it on a plane. And I was like, oh, I got to Nope. I got to close this. <laughs> yes. There are other people around. <laughs> I know there are certain movies that like I I'll, I'll say, oh I'm gonna watch this by myself. Like oh Elise is asleep, girls are asleep. But like I'm still awake. I'm gonna watch this movie. And I forget what it was. What was I watching? 
it was something and all of a sudden like, there's just some hardcore sex scenes like this is going to be super awkward if someone walks in on me watching this like I didn't know this was happening so I didn't know what to do with my hands, <laughs> my hands so I cut my hands up here much like the guy from Chronicle from Valeria from Chronicle <laughs> keeps his hands like this which really ruined that scene the, you wanted him like this I did want him like that there you go uh, but I, this is going to sound funny too I loved Robin Williams' outf- uh, outfits and on this movie he looked so comfortable with like the really loose fitting pants, mm. the 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 white beater t shirt, and those like silk shirts and everything, yeah. it's like dang. And then also, well, it's hot in South Beach. Absolutely, yeah. yeah apparently, apparently, you don't wear any clothing in South Beach. Like they're way too close. Gotta close. cool off those buns. I know. <laughs> so many buns. Uh, no, there really was a scene of like just like forty five seconds of just like people with just yes. their ass hanging out, walking back yeah. and forth. I know. I, I did enjoy I mean, the uh, like enjoyed the, the butts. Yeah, I, yeah. The I like big. Butts and I cannot lie. Butts were nice, but no, the breast teaching Albert to man up like sequence. <laughs> oh, when he says like, he, so when he does the John Wayne, do John yeah. Wayne, he's like, how was that? Was that bad? He says, no, actually that was perfect. <laughs> I still realized that John Wayne walked like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Albert was just such a John Wayne's gay. John Wayne is Robin Williams always has like one of those scenes where like, he's like going through like practicing something. Yeah. It's like a montage of him like doing, just this opportunity to do a bunch of cool voices and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I miss him so much. Yeah. I really do. He was very serious in this movie too. He actually was pretty restrained. Yeah. He was very, and that, oh, when the sun is telling like, oh, don't talk. Yeah. Don't walk. It's like, yeah, what? Yeah. I, I was legitimately pissed at those like, kids. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody in this, well, not everybody, but mm-hmm. his two, his two gay parents, like they showed so much love for him to help him out in this way. And yeah. And then he, he had like no concern for them, no love for them at all. Like yeah. there's the scene. It's Robin Williams. He's walking out the door. He says, yes, I live with a man. Yes. I wear a foundation. Like I, I am who I am. It took me 20 years to figure out who I was and I'm happy with who I am. And like, just walks out. And even when he says like, thanks Pop, for doing this is don't, don't talk to me for a while. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. yeah, like it's just, and then like, and so then like, you, and then also like, it's, it's as if like with the sun, it's like the sun and, and Robin Williams against Albert, Nathan Lane. Yeah. The whole time it's like, no, 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 no. Like Nathan Lane and Albert are, are are a couple they're together and mm-hmm. like ah, it just it was just wrong and then the the mom you, do you mean nathan lane or robin williams both because you said nathan lane and albert which nathan lane nathan lane slash albert okay. is what i meant to say yeah sorry, sorry. okay we on board now <laughs> is everything clear was there a couple i was like well yeah because they're the same because the same person <laughs> um and then yeah anyway just like uh just i just was honestly i was this movie there was a lot of funny parts to it yeah, yeah. uh I guess I I enjoyed it all the way up until after the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it was funny. I enjoyed it more than Tuang Fu, but both of Tuang Fu and this one just felt like they were like incomplete movies. Like there just needed to be a little bit more. Well, because it's a sequel. (laughs) I'm sticking to that, that it's a sequel because it really links these all together. Yeah. I didn't. When Christine Baranski shows up and like, I, I, one of the most difficult things for me to watch is just awkward that's what some episodes of the office i won't watch again oh i i have a hard time with awkward comedy too yeah yeah so when they're just ben stiller movies yeah yeah that's yeah when she shows up and just busts the whole thing wide open yeah um super awkward and then immediately after that it's just there's no discussion they just flip like okay well we need to concentrate on getting the senator out of here scandal free Screw uh, that guy. How do we get Literally to that? Screw that guy. The entire time, his partner in the Senate slept with an underage 
prostitute yeah. and died during that. And the whole time it's like, and the worst thing is she's black. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the heck? This guy is the most racist, yeah, homophobic, homophobic piece of crap in the entire world. Like, uh, you know, we got to help him. I know. Which is like, that's very selfless of them. That's incredibly altruistic. Yeah. yeah them, they, but like like, I said, they were just like very good people. They were loving and nice and yeah. everybody else was just assholes. And somehow the assholes win in the end. Like uh, <laughs> they, what's the moral I'm supposed to learn from this? I mean, I learned a new term, palimony. I did not know. I, I didn't hear, I, I've that. never heard that before. It's yeah. alimony but when you're not married. Exactly. When you've lived together long enough. That, oh, I, I, yeah. is it now, Corey? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Chris, that, that's the definition of it. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying I learned it already. <laughs> I know. Oh, I just taught it to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just like you have to prove your sexuality every five minutes, I had to prove that I knew what palimony was. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Uh, that, was, uh, that, was, that was a great scene, too. Like when he's telling Albert, when Robert Williams is telling Albert, like, I have to get buried next to you. Cause I love you, you know, it's just a, yeah. yeah. I got to come to this shitty cemetery when I had a nice plot. Like picked right. up. The, oh, and then to I, the son, like says, he won't tell him his last name. Oh, it's, it's, it's Coleman. Oh yeah. So yeah. he wasn't just homophobic. He wasn't just, uh, what was anti-Semitic? It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like you have to do the all the, like if, why would you, why? Yeah. I was just was <laughs> shocked. I miss Gene Hagman. He's retired. Uh, has he, he's retired. You know what he does now? Writes People. Western novels. I was going to say paint, but that's somebody else. Somebody George else. Bush. George Bush paints. No, that's, I was thinking it was an action. Do you hear that uh, the Obamas are going to produce uh, a Netflix show? Yeah. That sounds cool. Well, it's really? like not just a show. It's like a series of like documentaries uh, and, and, and docudramas, I guess. Awesome. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Sounds way awesome. They're my favorite president, presidential couple. <laughs> they, they're amazing. Yeah. They're like, awesome yeah. Like to, to stay as close uh like obviously in love with each other mm -hmm. as they are yeah. with doing literally the most stressful job in the world yeah. incredible right. that just like because as married people obviously you know you have to work mm -hmm. like for them to look as in love as they like like as newlyweds as they do yeah. hats off yeah yeah Tip grown kids and yeah mm -hmm. being the, the hardest job in the world that like, yeah it's tough go team yeah go team. <laughs> go team go team married there you go uh that was supposed to be for Mission to Mars, but it's visual when he, <laughs> uh, Tim Robbins. Oh yeah. The whole time I actually was, I was actually expecting the entire time to like laugh out loud. It's like, mm. oh, cause like we, I remember, cause I looked at the trailer for this movie yeah. uh, first and it was just like, oh, it's this laugh out loud comedy. Yeah. But you just end up being more angry. You just like, <laughs> oh no, this is not, this is not a funny movie. Like there's funny parts, but like it's really hitting home some things about yeah. like acceptance and, and everything. And yeah, anyway. It's a good movie though. I did enjoy it, and I miss Robin Williams and uh, Hank Azaria. I miss Hank Azaria's chiseled abs because, <laughs> like, I don't. You know, he doesn't have those anymore. We all age, man. I know, right? Oh yeah, I was. I think I was saying. I think I said this off air, or was it in the goodie bag? I forget. I was throwing uh, my oldest in the pool. I was. I was launching her up. Okay. We, we were swimming. And uh, usually I used to be able to just do that, like a person in each hand and shove them up in the air. So I'm throwing my oldest who weighs all of 50 pounds, if that. And like, as she lands, she gets out, daddy, are you okay? I like, what do you mean, baby? You screamed as you threw. It's like, <laughs> and my shoulder was just destroyed afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, age. What <laughs> yeah. happened to yeah. that record breaking shot putter? I know. I mean, I can't, I couldn't throw a shot put now. How heavy like, is the shot put? 16 pounds. 16? Okay. Yeah, 16 pounds. Yeah. But it's. Wait, how did you know that? I, how do you know about that? It's condensed into us. Cause you've talked about it before. Oh, and sometimes okay. I listen. 
Thank you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, used to shop. It's actually what ruined my elbow. That's why I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, Cause I would snap it. That's I, why you don't do it anymore. Well, that's there, why I didn't. That's why I didn't. Is there continue. a lot of hobbyist shot putters? <laughs> like, I think you just do it for competition. There's like the, <laughs> like the underground racing scene. There's like the underground shot putting scene that like it's seedy no, and that's shady. That's why I didn't and, continue to do it because uh, yeah. uh, it, yeah, it destroyed me. They keep pulling me out, or no? I keep trying to get out, and they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> they keep putting me back in. It's roving put shot, shot putting. Yeah. Shot put putting gangs. Putting, yeah. yeah. I felt sexual. I'm not putting away my <laughs> shot. Oh, I like that. Chicka-pa! I I like shot, but I actually enjoyed shot, put more than I enjoyed discus. Discus was more finesse. And I just, uh, shot, put is just brute strength. I, I, yes and no, no, yes and no. Because like, there is a lot of finesse to shot, putting. because then you, you can't just spin, right? You can't just sit there and just chuck it. You'll always lose to a guy that might be even smaller than you, but has perfect technique mm-hmm. discus. I, I got, I could get the spin down. I just, um, it just was, it was, it was harder than you think. It just all sounds very Greek to me, which is appropriate because of the whole game thing. Come here. It's definitely harder than I think. I I could probably throw that shot, put all of like three feet. You with your lanky body, you actually be a very good javelin thrower. Yeah. Uh, Because you get full extension. Most, if you look at javelin throwers, I've always felt like a connection to the javelin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Shot, put. you try. You you know what it is? You love holding a big old shaft. I I push the shot, put. my body just breaks and the shot falls straight down. Your long (laughs) shanks would just like blow out when you're trying to throw. (laughs) My arm would go off with the shot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of want to see that. Yeah. I, know, I don't think I own a shot put anymore. My parents might have oh, my, I, my practice shot put. Especially now, I would be totally out of shape. There's no way I could do it. I, <laughs> I was talking about like 16 year old Corey that mm-hmm. was in shape. I'm going to say you would have been, I still think you, with your body type, you'd be a very good javelin thrower. Yeah, I bet, yeah. I bet it would. Especially because oh, I always you, thought the pole vault would be cool too. Like it's one of those like super scary if you F up, but again, you pull man, it off, you just, just want a big yeah. old shaft in your hand. This is two in a row. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, but I'm straight guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I totally like women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, April. I swear, April. It's more about putting April that shaft. I like women. I've been with yeah. you for 14 years. She knows I like women. With pole vault, it's more about putting that shaft she? in a specific like hole. Yeah. yeah. You're good at that. <laughs> Uh, pole vault. You gotta nail it. My 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 formal date sophomore year of high school was the was a pole vaulter, and she was great at it. But it was nuts to watch her practice because like they they just would practice running for the most part. Oh, you're talking about the the pole vaulting. I think yes. you're talking about when you guys went on a date. She'd she'd practice <sighs> on you. Whatever. I was such a prude in high school. <laughs> uh, no, like she the, watching her practice when she would because I because I did shot put and discus and everything, and so she. Uh, but yeah, most of it, she very rarely actually did the actual vault part. Yeah. Like it was, most of it was running and placing Yeah, the, the, anyway, those sticks are bendy. Like it's yeah, they're made well, out of the it, point. It's supposed to snap yeah. back and throw you so up. So you can, yeah. It's, sling um, yourself up. It's, uh, yeah, if you had a stiff fiber, stick, fiber, you just hit it and it would just be splinters all in your hand. <laughs> oh no, it's fiberglass is yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so. I watched them make it and it's crazy to watch them make it. It's just yeah. sheets and sheets and everything of just. It's just crazy. If you, you get your body in the wrong position, then that thing's going to snap. If you get it in the other wrong position, the other way, then you don't go all the way over. It's like, yeah. you've got to get it just perfect to. It's a dangerous over. sport. Cause if oh, you know, you're, you're, Cause you're upside down, you're, yeah. you're supposed to go feet first up yeah. over the, the pole. And so if you, or whatever you call the, the thing yeah, that the, you're trying to get over. Yeah. yeah. But if you mess up, you're coming back down on your head. Yeah. It's, called, it. the, it's called the baguette. <laughs> if you don't let go, you're going to get like slingshotted face first into the earth. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah it's crazy. If you let go, who can't? 
I've always wondered about the origins of things. I like know, who right? decided like, this is a cool thing. It probably was some kids that were just like trying to get over like a, a little gully or something, you know, and they just had a stick and they're like, Oh, this is a fun game. Have, and just progressed and progressed. Have yeah. you seen the video of the skin? There's a Scandinavian, uh, this is like a Scandinavian, uh, What's a sport where basically it is just pole, vault, pole vaulting, which probably is where pole vaulting came from. Yeah. And it's just, you run across and there's this huge, you, you have this like massive pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, uh, you run and you place it in the bottom of like a lake and you just go over and you have to climb the pole high enough to be able to make it to the other side or else you just go into the water. That's funny. And, uh, but like you just land <laughs> when you're landing, you just land like in this dirt pile. Like it's just like softer dirt, but like, yeah. it does not look like a soft landing. But anyway, I, I'll have to study the YouTube link. Cause it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> but like, it's like all the sports, they just come from one thing, but like, it's not the, you're right. It's not like a pure sport. Like I can run faster than you. Yeah. I can throw this big rock farther than you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it, curling. Who was the first person to start curling? Yeah. I don't know. Cause like, it's very specific with those stones USA with the brushes, gold medal, <laughs> 2018. Like it, it, it Suck it, Canada. We took your sport and we beat you over the head with just it. a bunch of dads too. The curling team looks like a bunch of dads yeah. that did it as a joke. <laughs> it's so funny. I love watching like the Russians where it's like, there's just so much pressure for them to like, be good at it. I know. And you know that they're going to get beat when they go back to their country. If they don't win. The, the crazy thing. Well, cause in Russia, <laughs> a, a smile is not a neutral face facial expression. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you just see some, they smile. Like it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Like you smiles are saved for close family in Russia. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's a, it's like a national like uh, resource. It's like a big you, comedy you scene in Russia. You can't use, you yeah. can't use up all the smiles. Nobody laughs with, at the jokes. <laughs> Segway. They just grunt. <laughs> <clears throat> in Soviet Russia, joke tells you. It's good. Uh, so we're still trying to register how these action stars can make us feel the way we feel right now. So I don't know how much my opinion can be trusted. So, but that's okay. We have objectively gooder just for that reason. So who do we poll today? Uh, so I, I pulled, I pulled Nathan. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, and so which of these three is And yours? so then I asked him, say, okay, just rank these, man. Like you send them to us. What are yours? Just, oh, I can't do that. So what do you mean you can't do that? Like people fight over these movies. Oh yeah. Like it's like, it's a thing. Like these are the anthems for certain groups. And so he so said, I have to ask someone online. And so okay. he pulled, so he went to a source. He yeah. would not reveal a source. So, Trusted the source. so, uh, but apparently the, uh, among these movies, how would you rank it for Nathan's source? You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Um, I would say Priscilla birdcage. No, no. Priscilla Tuang Fu birdcage. Donnie. I would say Wong, Birdcage, Priscilla. So you should have went with your first should've one. Stuck with you should have stuck with it. Queen of the Desert, Birdcage, Duong Fu. All right. Huh. Not bad. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. So uh, Moneymakers, Donnie, go ahead. Birdcage, Wong, Priscilla. Or, yeah, that's good. Yeah, definitely. Birdcage, $185 million off of a $31 million budget. Uh, Tu Wong Fu could not find how much money it cost to make. Couldn't find it. But anyway, it made 47.8. It said, it said financial success. So you could find it. No, I could not find how much it's, uh, with the, sorry, the budget. I'm sorry. I couldn't okay. find the budget. Okay. Uh, but it made 47.8 million and it said financial success. So I assume that it was a financial success <laughs> as if it says it. And then, uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert cost, uh, 1 million or uh, $2 million and it made $29 million. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Not I mean, a almost a whole lot. He's got to go out in the desert. Good. You even got to get your permits to film out there. 
I mean, you, it's lawless wasteland. Of, <laughs> yeah. And just one person carrying on a little rickshaw full of like. <laughs> That's the code enforcer. He's <laughs> just going out to his next, his next appointment. <laughs> hey. Oi. You got those permits over there. <laughs> hey, didn't I see you in the Matrix? Great accent right yeah, there. As you say, just it, nailing it. It slipped into something else that was not Australian. Right. It's like a Monty Python female doing an Australian impression. <laughs> There's some great muck over here. Oh my gosh, am I the mystery caller? Am <laughs> I doing it, it in my sleep? What are, that, be, that would actually be the funniest if it was <laughs> yeah. one of you guys. I know it's not me, but it's like really a, funny if it's one of you guys. Hello, more gooder than. It's your mystery caller. Especially if he doesn't know if it's like a Tyler Durden. <laughs> I'm just going around as, as an alter ego, just going around, just like making all these random phone calls. That's funny. It's me, your mystery caller. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so we don't declare each other the winners here at MGT. That's for Glad, the Twitter poll, and sadly, the freaking U.S. Congress to decide. Freaking white right wing nut jobs. Uh, but we do think someone should win and lose, and that's how we have gooder, badder, fugly. So Donnie, who, who is your winner? Uh, my winner is the people of Snydersville. Absolutely. They, great, I mean, that's a great answer. You're right. They, the whole town, even the old fish thugs, all they, everybody came up. Everybody mm. was improved except for Virgil, but fuck that guy. Yeah. That guy. definitely. <laughs> yeah. He's him and dollar apparently are going to get together. Yeah. 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 yeah my winner was tick. I think, um, he, he now gets to have a relationship with his son. And he had sort of like an awakening. He realized that his son doesn't care that he dresses in drag. I know and we so didn't really to have a relationship with his son as himself. Yeah. So I thought that, you're right. That was like, we didn't really hit home on that. Yeah. It's really great ending. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And then of course you got Zod and Zod, Zod and Guy Pierce came to an understanding. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a, yeah. my winner. It's guys. It's obvious. Miss Chichi Rodriguez. She literally wins at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she yeah. does. Nailed it. <laughs> Are you guys got losers? Uh, Senator Kevin Keeley. He's not getting reelected. I, gosh, I hope not. <laughs> like, seriously, gosh, I hope not. Yeah. It's the worst. Jeez, candy all the time. Oh, what do you got? You done? My loser is the, the, the two kids, the kids getting married. Like, they learned nothing. They just got what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Gosh, dang it. I will suck it. <laughs> uh, my loser is Bobby Lee. She's always going to be a second choice. She's going to yeah. be Bobby Ray's second yeah. choice forever. Yeah. And like, he's always going to think like, oh man, Miss Chi-Chi, what could have been? And then Bobby Lee's always going to be the second choice. I hope at some point Chi-Chi revealed herself. Like his, nope. he was ignorant. He never, she never did. That no, whatever. You guys got fuglies? Uh, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> no, no. There, there, there was a couple of faces that uh, Hugo Weaving made in <laughs> yeah. drag that were like, they were probably the ugliest thing. And yeah, I was, that's, then I was like, I, I scratched my head. Like, I'm just not sure if. Is he supposed to be looking pretty or is he supposed to be looking yeah. ugly? Like garish. Yeah. Th this actually, I do know this. Nathan told me it's when we did our Cloud Atlas episode when Hugo Reaving is, is the nurse. This was like, bing. You got to do this. Yeah. This is what we're doing right here. <laughs> so second time we've seen Hugo Reaving in drag, which makes me just kind of think, does he have an affinity for it? Yeah. Be awesome. Maybe I mean, and he's when he's Lord Elrond, Elrond, he's only wearing dresses. Basically in drag. He's in yeah. dress the entire time. Uh, I don't have any fuglies. I, I mean, just like the the wanton homophobia that was happening is very ugly. So yeah. that, that you can't. That's uh, just the world we live in. That's just yeah. the Oh, is Michael Vartan. He was like lead punk in Snydersville when they just start surrounding Miss Chichi. Yeah. 
And then like, they're just all fine with it later on. Like, yeah. oh yeah, they're fine. They learn, oh, they learn their you lesson. scamps. Oh, <laughs> tousle their hair a little bit and everything yeah. like that. And like, he was always uncomfortably close to everybody he was speaking to, too. He always broke the, the personal barrier yeah. and just like, good afternoon, ma'am. And it's like, no, no you're way too close <laughs> right now. Like you need to back up just like a good foot and a half. Um, but anyway, yeah. Nathan, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thanks. I just like you educated us and uh, and you support us. And thank you so much. Good flicks you? all. Yeah, good flicks. I feel better as a person for watching these movies. More comfortable with your sexuality. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you're questioning <laughs> like making me feel like making me feel like a bad person. But anyway, Nate, thanks so much, buddy. I just appreciate you. And uh, I'll see you soon. Big hugs. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us in the MGT Recording Bunker. We'd really appreciate you rating, reviewing, subscribing to the podcast on the Apple Podcast app or Podbean. If you think you know anyone who'd like our show, please tell them about us. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at MGT Podcast. We're on Instagram and Facebook at MoreGooderThan. Email us at MoreGooderThan at gmail.com and visit our website, MGTPodcast.com, where you can support us via Patreon like Nathan. And our great and powerful sponsor, Nan, as well as many other generous home trees. Uh, you can go to our website uh, and to our merch page, and you can buy a nice uh, Cadillac with our logo on yeah. it. We're, we're getting into the it's a little price. Yeah. It's like we had to pull a few strings to get in there. Like we had to put a lot of our Patreon money into putting a down payment on the Cadillac. If you're on a budget, you can get some fake boobs. Yeah. <laughs> With our logo on it, too. Yeah. Uh, MGT logo designed by Mary Madewell. Home Tree logo designed by Dan Nicholson. And, of course, we are proud members of the Podfix Network. Follow us at Podfix on Twitter and podfixnetwork.com to see the full lineup of the shows. So, arrivederci, Home Trees, from me, Chris, and Corey. Later. And Donnie. See ya. Whichever are big gay Nate's Dragorama movies. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even say with the strip. <laughs>